0: how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. So welcome you guys. I love doing these every single time because every single time I have an amazing guest coming on. And tonight is no exception. This is my friend Christy Primer. And I am so excited for you guys to get to know her and hear everything that she is going to share with us tonight. She just told me something about two minutes ago that got me like all geeked out. She said, I love, love, love talking about sales and business and closing. And I was like, yes, which is exactly what she's here to talk to us about. But I love to nerd out on it as well. And (laughs) <laughs> I am looking forward to learning from you, Christy, just as much as I know everybody else is. So thank you for bringing your fire to us tonight.
1: Awesome. Awesome. You know, it's, it's so interesting because one of the things I really want to just deep dive into straight away is when I have done sales training with men, there is like, the questions are so different and I'm, I'm not going to get too deep into feminine and masculine energy tonight because I care more about certainty and security. And that's what makes the sale as far as I'm concerned. But when I work with men, which I don't do often anymore, but they're like, okay, how can I get this client to repurchase a package at $10,000 more? Or how can I get this corporation to sign me for the 75K package? Like very different. And I'm not saying women don't speak like that because as you know, there's lots of us that love to talk about money. But usually, even ambitious, successful women are very reluctant to talk about wanting more money. And I don't know if they think it's a badge of honor, because it's not, or if it's really a lack of certainty in their deservingness. So I want to kick off with that because I want everyone who's going to be here and watch the replay to really ask themselves do I feel worthy of making money?
0: That's so good.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, it's so interesting because anyone in my community that knows me, I'm huge on journaling. I've been journaling since I was like five years old, no lies and not about personal development, but uh, (laughs) you know, I just believe in the power of writing things down. And, you know, I'm a registered mental health counselor, so I'm almost 20 years now. I've been helping people with the mind. And what fascinated me the most is when it came to money, women that I worked with, and I wrote about this in my first book, Primetime Success, women with um, money issues or old money beliefs related to not feeling like their product was good enough or not feeling like they had the confidence to ask for more or a promotion, whatever it had been at the time was all directly related to their relationship with their father. And interestingly enough, I did some case studies actually I did over a hundred and then I wrote about it in prime time success. So why I'm bringing that up is some of the women watching might be making good money. I mean, again, that's, what is good money to you may not be good money to me, vice versa, but could you be capable of earning more? The answer is yes. Hell to the yes. But what's in the way? And unfortunately, the answer is you. And then fortunately the answer is you. (laughs) Right it's the best thing
0: in the world, that it is you. But at the same time, then it's like, Oh, now I just realized I have these blocks in the way. And I'm the reason I'm not making the money that I keep saying and thinking that I want.
1: Yeah. You know, one of the things I'll share before I get into the first topic I Mm -hmm. want to cover, which is selling a service Mm -hmm. is for many, many years, I I'm in my 10th year of running my own company. And, uh, I've got multiple streams of income coming in through my private practice, through my coaching, through my books, through my products. I used to have a membership site. I'm bringing a new one back. Um, It was only built three years ago. I'm finally ready to open it up to the world. But I have multiple sources and streams of income. And I, for a long time, was capping myself off. A lot of people covet these 10K months, and, and I get it. But for me, that wasn't even enough to sustain the lifestyle I wanted and pay all of my bills and then have some money to give to charities and do the things that I wanted to do. But I kept capping myself off at 10, 8, anywhere between eight and 12,000. And I remember I was working with a, a, my coach, a different coach that I'm working with now. And she literally was like, what do you think the problem is? I was like, I don't know if I knew what the problem was, I'd fix it. She's like, would you? And I remember saying to her, touche, I say that to my clients. Why why didn't I apply it to myself? And that's why I'm going to get into the selling is service. But all of you think about it. Do you feel worthy of making more money? And why, why are you in your own way? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to even go too deep into the some women like fear more success because yes, that's a reality. But tonight I really want to get intentional about being aligned with the money that you desire. There's no right or wrong. Some women say, Hey, I want 2,500 extra a month. Cool. Some women say, I want 75,000 extra a month. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where you are in this journey. It matters that you're aligned with the money that you so desire to call in. Right.
0: Is that so, making sense? Yeah, totally makes sense because I think it sounds like you were frustrated at that eight to twelve K mark and mm-hmm. you you felt like you wanted more, but you didn't you couldn't see the black. So did you have to get really specific or did you have to be honest with yourself about what you really wanted? Is that what it was?
1: I think I think for me it was a mix of both. And I mean, I am so transparent. Some months I dipped below eight. Like if I was only seeing so many clients, then obviously I wasn't making as much money, right? But when I would see a lot more clients or have better book sales certain months, then I would even have more money. For me, it was a matter of not stopping my wealth consciousness work. So I'm sure most people here understand about personal development because that's why you're here. But I've been doing personal development for almost 15 years. And so I do a minimum in the last six years. I've done a minimum two hours a day. That includes my workout, my coffee, my journal time, my reading, and my either a video or podcast. Mm-hmm. And now, right now, with Rona here, I'm doing four hours and I'm seeing the results I'm getting. I'm seeing the results my clients are getting. Like for me, I started this routine, this ritual. And then when I started making more money, I stopped doing all the personal development that got me there. And it was kind of weird because when you look back, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. but if it took that kind of momentum to get me there, why in tarnation would I think that I would stay there if I didn't consistently do that work and more?
0: It's like when people go to the gym and they work out until they get until they lose that thirty pounds or they get the body that they want and then they stop and they think they can go back to their old lifestyle of eating pizza and potato chips and (laughs) right back to where they were.
1: Yeah. And the wine. Don't forget the wine. And the wine. And the wine, of course. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? To be very honest too, there were a lot of tears Mm -hmm. and a lot of frustration because I would I would get caught up in what are my blocks. I almost became fixated on what are my blocks? What are my blocks? Mm -hmm. And the only block that I had, like I didn't have to deep dive into heal my father's story again. I didn't have to deep dive to heal my mother's story again. I just had to learn how to bounce back quicker Mm -hmm. and honor that there's moments where we can be frustrated with ourselves and where we can be scared. I also had my biggest block if I'm very honest is I was Worried. This came up through lots of journaling. I was worried that the more money I made, the more people expected me to give them. I won't get into all of my story, but I come from a little village originally. I'm one of the original village people. (laughs) Wow! Like just a really small village with 200 people. Wow! A blinking light. Outside of Woodstock, Ontario, Canada, and. While I'm so grateful for my, my childhood, and actually my book that's in edits right now with my publishing company talks very in-depth about these stories and situations. But where I come from, women don't go to university or, or college, and they don't leave. They marry their high school sweetheart. They have five kids, and they're farm wives. And, and that's <laughs> amazing if that's what the woman wants. Right. I, I always knew that I a, was never going to be a farm wife. I grew up on my no grandparents' farm. farm. I I just didn't want to be because I always had big desires and big dreams. And I always wanted to be an author and I wanted to be a world famous speaker. Like this is when I was a little girl. I didn't even know that speakers made money. I just saw Oprah and I was like, yes. (laughs) And Marilyn Dennis, who for Canadians would know she is like the the Canadian Oprah. Anyway, I always knew I was going to leave there, but there was still this ingrained story as I grew up. Well, I left there 18. So, I mean, many, many years later, there was still this story that I was responsible for all of my family, that I had become a different type of woman than my family, and that I had to give back. And so, I had a block around if I make more money, they're going to think I owe them.
0: It's going to be taken. Yes. Or, and feel obligated to give it to
1: people that, that don't want to make their own, if I'm very truthful. Mm-hmm. Yep and I love giving to cha- charities. Don't get me wrong. And I love helping my family, but I have a very strong core belief that if people don't work for something, they don't deserve it. Right. I right. just, I, I just feel that's.
0: And so you know. may just enough to still do nice things for them, but not give them to the degree where they didn't have to then do anything for themselves.
1: Yeah. So all of that to say, I learned how to say no, not right now, and I learned how to not feel responsible for other people's bills and situations that they get themselves in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one because everybody feels like they want to help. They, well, I love them and they're my family and they're my blood and
1: yeah, they made the decisions though. Yeah. And sometimes we love people the best when we let them learn their own lessons. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, I mean, you that's the only way for them to learn, right? Yeah. What is yeah. it? And I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like, oh, I've never, ha- I've had hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt, which I'm now down to almost 20,000. It's almost all paid off, baby. <laughs> and, oh, and I'm still that. living an amazing lifestyle all throughout this. But I know that feeling of your debit card being declined at the grocery store. I've been a single parent. Like, I know what it's like when I have to choose between, am I going to buy milk or am I going to buy this organic banana Like... I know that life can be difficult, but we grow through those moments. And so for me and any, maybe people that can relate to this, I really started honoring that it's not my responsibility to pay everyone else's way. Mm.
0: That's, that's huge. That's a hard one to come to, but it's, it's really important and empowering. Yeah. And I love, can you just, can you just comment on the fact that you said you're down to $20,000 of debt, but you were living the lifestyle you wanted the whole time you've been paying it off yeah like I love that because i I hate the idea that you should be punished and have to suffer because you owe money. you can still enjoy the life that you're living and yes. be responsible about having a plan to pay that back and do it in a timely manner, but
1: yeah and I should add to that that's my personal debt that I've paid off personally. My husband and I have a beautiful home, we have a mortgage which is almost paid off as well wow. um however, what I decided about five years ago was. That I wasn't going to be ashamed anymore of having debt. Debt is neither good nor bad. It's neutral. It's whatever, it's whatever story we tell ourselves around the debt. And there have been times in my life where I could have paid a little bit more on a loan, but I chose to put more money on a house in Florida. (laughs) Like, I mean, I guess for me, I just, I let go of the shame. I let go of the, the story that I can't teach about money if I have any debt because that's a bunch of BS if I ever heard it. Mm-hmm. And I'm active in paying it off, which I feel is very responsible. Absolutely. And, and I'm just not available to feel bad about it.
0: Right. It's, it's money that the universe made available to you at a time when you needed it to do yeah. whatever it was that you needed to do. And you're paying it back. To me, it's a blessing to have access to money when you need it, and you're being the responsible person that paid back what you what you used and taking care of yourself
1: in the meantime. Exactly. And I fast tracked that. Like I have accelerated Mm -hmm. how much I've paid on it as a choice. For me, I firmly believe I pay my bills, so my clients pay me. I pay my bills, so money comes back to me. Because it's a responsibility. And I think more women need to realize that debt, the word itself, is like the word failure. We shrivel and we shrink and we think, oh my gosh, they're actually really healthy lessons if we let them be. I mean, trust me, I am not sitting here promoting getting yourself in a lot of debt. No, 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 no. Not at all. (laughs) But what I am saying is if you have debt lurking over your head, whether it's five thousand or five hundred thousand or fifty thousand, whatever it is for you. Stop letting that own you because you're repelling money. The more you stay stuck in the debt story and negativity, you are, you're not attracting money. You're not, you're not, you're selling your offers. You're not going to attract people to buy from you because you have this story that you're irresponsible with money or right. whatever it is.
0: Right. And you're shaming yourself for it.
1: Yes. And women tend to be really good at that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I love how
1: you even started
0: all of it. Like uh, women tend to be really good at shaming themselves with everything around money. Cause you started this whole conversation talking about the men that you coach don't have any problems saying, Oh, I just charged $5,000 for that package yesterday. How do I charge 15,000 for it tomorrow? How do yeah. I get them to 75? Like they're looking for, how do I make more money? Not
1: yes. unapologetically money. Okay. Unapologetically.
0: Yeah. 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 I think that that's a big part of it. I mean, as a sales coach, I can tell you right now, that's one of the, you know, Gina says it money's the biggest story on the planet. It's, probably the biggest story in a lot of my sessions, just because it is the thing that stands in the way. And it's not that money is anything other than neutral. It's just our feelings about it, our stories about it, our conditioning around it that makes us dance around it and keep it there as a block. And I think once that gets moved out of the way, it's a totally different story.
1: Yeah. You know, one of the things that I love doing in my, in my work is really helping women go from unknown to unforgettable. And that's one of the names of my programs, make money using your voice, but I mean it in all capacities of life, not just in their business. Mm -hmm. I work with beautiful, amazing, ambitious, smart, brilliant women who sometimes struggle to ask for more than what they think to ask to be well compensated is how I'll word it. And so I get to go in there and call them on it with love, obviously, but yeah. help them reframe it and help them really stand in their, in their skill set and in their value. I know a lot of people like to say, charge what you're worth, but I don't like that for two reasons. One, we're all priceless. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, no one could afford me. I don't know about you, but if I charged what I was worth, no one, even my husband wouldn't have me. <laughs> all jokes aside. And two, we are allowed to change our rates. We are allowed to ask for more. We are allowed to expect it. Mm -hmm. And when we ask, we are allowed to receive. And I think when we start owning our skills, we start standing in the value that we bring and the transformation that we bring, no matter what it looks like for each business, Mm -hmm. we build that confidence. So, so selling a service, I want to touch on that because what I believe is when we get intentional and we really believe in our products or our offers we are doing a disservice not to share that with the world, mm-hmm. right? When we get in the energy of, wow, this is incredible, I have the skill set and I have the, the intention of helping XYZ, whoever your ideal clients are, mm-hmm. change their lives, make more money, be better parents, whatever it is, why would you hide that from the world? It is your God given gift, it is your talent. And you deserve to share that. And you know what? When you are aligned, I tell you, when you're doing your personal development and you are in alignment, amazing, ideal customers and clients come to you. They want to pay you. They love working with you. They don't blame you if they don't get the results because they know it's up to them and you're there as a coach or as a guide or as a mentor or or have the products, whatever it may be. And it's a really healthy exchange. Service for money, service for money. You're well compensated. You're being of service and you're intentional in all that you say and do. Mm-hmm. I like is that, that. Is that. Yeah, resonating? I,
0: I think that's exactly it. You're intentional about what you do. You're serving people with the gifts and talents and skills and abilities that you've gained along the way. And you're selling a transformation. You're not, I say this all the time. I'm like, you're not selling 12 sessions on zoom. But what do you yes. find when they get all caught up in that? Because I'm, and I'm sure you deal with this a lot because the worthiness <laughs> thing comes play and then they're like, well, but if I'm going to charge $5,000, then do I have to do more sessions on zoom? And do I also have to, do how do you, how do you explain to them that that's not, because I think it goes into the, what you said earlier, charging what you're worth and the worth is equated with these features that we can start adding in to in our, in making. our packages.
1: Yeah. So- yeah. So what do I do? I breathe, focus. When I, I don't, I can't see who's on right now, if anyone's on, but I know there are people that have hired me to be in my energy. They have hired me because I'm doing things they want to do. And there is no, I send the invoice, they pay it, right? Right. There is no, oh, well, you know, I wanted, like, we have to shift a call in our schedules because it doesn't work for some reason. We rearrange it with, with ease. Like, there's no fussy-mussy, I call it. like But when, when clients do experience, you know, the, well, she wants to buy it, but she has to ask her husband, and she's not sure if that's, can she get a couple more sessions? Like, what if it's not enough? I always say to them, breathe, focus, and evaluate. A is this a client you really want to work with? Mm-hmm. Like red flags are there for a reason. It's not just intimate relationships, sisters. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. two, <laughs> two, have the conversation. Like sometimes people just want to be heard. Sometimes what that Zoom call or that coaching session represents to them in, in that moment isn't even about the call. It's an opportunity for them to feel heard. Mm-hmm. and reaffirming that they're making the right choice. Like it could be a a variety of things, but part of that ties into being in the energy of the clothes. And that's something I love talking to my clients about. And it doesn't always have to be a deep coaching conversation. Sometimes it's as simple as you're in your own way because you don't want to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you have that conversation, it's going to be painless and positive. So chop, chop. Right.
0: (laughs) Your resistance to it is what's making it so much more difficult and so awkward to have.
1: Yes. And so when I say being in the energy of the clothes, this is a concept I came up with many years ago because I, I started looking at myself and when I could make a great sale with a great client and when it didn't work out. And the objections that I faced always came back to being some of my own. We are a mirror. We are a mirror. And that's a hard pill to swallow for some people, but it was for me. <laughs> I came up with this idea and I was like, but that can't be true. No, yeah. it's true. When we go into a conversation with a potential client and they start asking the, well, how many sessions do I get? Okay, well, what about this or what about that? And we start to take on either their fear or we don't stay in the certainty grounded in our offer. That's when things start to escalate and where we need to elevate. Mm -hmm. We need to learn how to say, okay, so this is what I offer. And sometimes it's a matter of repeating. So what's included in your package is this, but let's talk about the results that you're going to get. If you commit and you do the work, I always believe in putting it back on the person because again, I work with elite women. I work with women on the edge of change ready for more And they are women that know fear is okay, but it doesn't have to be in the, in the game. It doesn't have to stick around. It's having conversations that are sometimes difficult to sort through what's really the bigger issue. And it's, I'm telling you, it is never about that extra zoom call.
0: Right.
1: It's just not usually it's the coach. This is what I found in my coaching it's usually the coach questioning their ability to deliver. Mm-hmm. Again, it's, I it's didn't say it's all going to be sexy. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, and it's funny because I was working with one of my clients about a year ago and he trains people that, that need massive weight loss because he you know lost, I think it was like 130 pounds. And he was like, you know, they always tell me that they don't have the time or they don't have the money. And I'm like, right. Those are the two biggest objections that we all, that we all hear. But this is also, let's uncover why. And what it came down to is they didn't believe in themselves being able to, like, they would tried so many different times in their life to lose weight, to fail each time that this was just another time that they were putting themselves up for failure. Mm-hmm. And the majority of the time that he got that, he started to unpack it with them. And he, he's like, oh my God, you know, my, you're right. My conversion rate is going up. And I'm like, because when you get to the bottom of what it is, it's, they're not, it's not the extra zoom session. Like you said, they're just concerned or in fear of not achieving the results you're discussing.
1: Yeah. Is there, it's literally an opportunity to coach them on the spot, get laser focused and say, okay, let's unpack this a little bit and see what's really going on. Are you afraid that you're not going to be a changed woman or man after the coaching? Mm -hmm. Do you not believe in yourself and you don't think that mindset work's going to help you? Have you tried before and it didn't work? Did you give up after the third attempt? Like Let's look at what's going on so I can be a better service to you. Right. Right. Because the fear
0: is based on what they know and what they know is the experience of failure. And I think it goes back to the worthiness thing too. Like they don't feel worthy of themselves to invest the money because again, they see it as it's another failure. So why, why even go forward with it?
1: Yeah. You know, one of the things that I always ask, People. I say this on my Instagram stories too. It doesn't even have to be a client. What if you just got the promotion you desire? What if you just signed your first 20K client? What if you just sold out your, your membership launch and like boom, it's sold out before you can blink your eyes? Like, what if you start attracting your ideal clients? Are you ready? Mm. Because you can sell, 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 but you have to deliver. And I believe in over delivery. Yeah. Send a little package here or there, send a little extra audio and let them know you're thinking of them. Mm-hmm. Give them one of your pro, like do something above and beyond what's written in the contract. So yeah. they see a, you're a human and be that you really are invested in their success.
0: Yep. I love that. I love yeah. that. That's really cool. Cause you're, you're showing how much you really do care.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to get into it, but over the years I've invested a shit ton of money in mentors that whether it maybe didn't even acknowledge me don't mm-hmm. follow me on social media but that's not what I'm paying them for right i mean the acknowledgement part's a bit steep but i'm paying for the content i'm paying for what you know x y z depends you know each stage i've been at i've invested higher and higher because right. that's right. what you do when you're right. going higher and higher level money right exactly But, you know, when people lose sight of they're offering a service, Mm -hmm. they lose sight of what they bring that no one else can because we are unique creatures and we have talents that only we can act on and deliver. But they also forget that money is just energy. You can make – when I used to hear this, I would cringe and I'd be like, no, you can't. And I was very resistant. But Bob Proctor, who I coached with his wife, Linda, she would say, You can make one penny, you can make a million dollars. It's what you associate to the amount, it's what you associate to the value. And I would hang up. I only I booked a few coaching calls with her because it was $1,500 for the hour at the time. I don't know what it is now. Oh. And I would hang up and I'm like, oh, That lady. <laughs> like, I would steal in it because I knew there was something to learn from her because she's a very wealthy, amazing, beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. But I, I couldn't get my head around. I'm like, no, I, I can make ten thousand dollars, but I can't, I haven't made a hundred thousand yet. Or right. like this this was going back a few years, almost ten years. But I couldn't get my head around. And now I see it. Yeah. It's whatever we associate to that value. And why don't we value ourselves as much as we value that five hundred thousand dollars? That one first one million we all have financial goals and there's no right or wrong. Again, it's whatever we desire. Mm -hmm. But the question is, are you honoring your desire? Because if you don't honor it, you'll never make it.
0: Right. Right. You're not putting it, you're, you're saying that you want it, but your words and your actions are out of alignment. If you're saying you desire it, but you're not taking the action to get it.
1: Yes. And so you're not aligned. You're not in the energy. So you're not closing. Mm-hmm. And I don't even, I mean, I use the word closing because I've done so many sales trainings and programs and some people say, well, I don't like it. I don't care if you don't like it. That's what it is. You're closing a deal. It's a contract, yeah. it's a binding agreement. You've yeah. got to be in the energy behind it, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things I, I did this before this call, but I do it before every coaching session. I put on music, I jump around, I get really high vibe and I'm ready to serve. I pray. I always say, Lord, let me be the messenger. Let me be Let me share whatever my client needs to hear. You know, I pray for my client's success, but even when it's a potential client, I always say, if this is meant to be, allow me to be of the highest service for, for this person. And if it's not allow someone better to come into my path. Like I don't get attached to a no, right? If there's a no, like next opportunity. And when you go into it with that mindset, or if you have a product or your offer, whatever it is, when you go into it with the right people always buy for me, like Mm -hmm. it's such a different energetic state. Mm -hmm. I like
0: that because it's, it's the energy of your approach to it and not being attached to the no allows you to not be attached to any outcome. And then you can just go in as you. Yeah.
1: And you know, another way to say it is not be attached to the yes, but I always say, don't be attached to the no, because when I talk about managing objections Mm -hmm. every day this always gets asked well what if they say they can't afford it what if they say they have to ask their husband what i'm like all they're doing is they're not seeing the value in it Mm -hmm. they're not they're they're you know don't own their money story firstly don't step into that energy because you'll never ever sell anything right unpack it Explore what's going on. Be very centered in yourself and in your offer. Mm -hmm. If your intentions are healthy and you desire to serve and to have impact, you will be well compensated. Mm -hmm. It's the the law. You will be. Because you have good intentions
0: and you're putting what you know and what you can serve the world with out into the world. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. You know what I, I also like to say too, and I'm sure you've encountered this a lot. The work that we're going to do for your transformation is going to require you to get uncomfortable. And I understand yeah. that a big sum of money. It should feel uncomfortable. You're, you're yeah. looking to do something that you've never done before. And I want you to have some skin in the game so that you show up and take this seriously. And I think a lot of times it's maybe they don't have the money and then they're, the, they're not the right person. And that's okay too. Yeah. But you know that that getting uncomfortable feeling is kind of where people start to draw the line, and then it's like, well, you just told me all these things that you want to accomplish. Is that more important to you, or are you not willing to get uncomfortable? Because I'm not sure I can help you if you're not.
1: Mm -hmm. So one of the things I I love that you're saying this. So one of the things that I just tossed. I had some bullet points as I told you before. I just tossed it the way because I'm 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 on (laughs) like I'm on a roll now. One of the things that I. I firmly believe it for me and I firmly believe it for all of the amazing, beautiful women that I have the honor and privilege of working with. We are not here to convince anyone of our worth. We are not here to convince anyone of our worth. And when we stand in our core beliefs and we stand in integrity and we stand in our, our certainty and we're grounded, we will attract the right, the right clients. And some people we've all been there. Let's just be honest some people get stuck in the, well, I need to make X amount of money. So I have to sell X amount of packages and I have to do it right now. Well, to me, I'm like, well, have you thought about raising your rates and selling less? There's so, there's so many opportunities, you know? Yeah. Even right now, Rona's here. Mm -hmm. I don't know when she's going away.
0: I love that you're calling it Rona.
1: (laughs) I have to, because I just, I'm so sick of the V word that I, that and the word pivot. I'm just like, I, I just oh, yeah, can't yeah, yeah! You posted something on. about pivot the other day. I, I was cracking up. Everybody's <laughs> using it now more than ever. Nicole is when women in business need to stand out, yes. not blend in. Yes, not blend yes. in. Um,
0: yes, don't blend in. Don't compare yourself. You don't want to be like anybody else. You want to stand out and be you. That's why people like you.
1: Yeah. You know, I want to ask a question to you just for some feedback. Why are some of us flourishing and signing new amazing clients and having clients that are coming up with different ideas to generate money, doing things that they love and other people in business are not? Why do you think that is?
0: I think it's what you said earlier. You became very devoted to Wealth consciousness work, and I will tell you, I have not felt one bit of fear during the during Rona during her business
1: <laughs> because I'm not making light of this at all, though. Just absolutely, yeah. Okay.
0: I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like it's not a big deal, and I'm not in fear for the people that I love, including myself. Exactly, you know, I'm following just, just so people. that's clear, but like, yeah, yeah, I'm staying home, I'm doing all the things I need to do, but just in terms of like, I don't know, I, I just became a lot more spiritual many years ago, I started doing all the personal development. And with that came wealth consciousness work and I was triggered. I was very much like, like kind of like what you mentioned earlier when you were working with, um, I think it was Linda Proctor. Is that his, his wife's name? Yeah. yeah. And that um, was just a few calls, but she was intense. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, the first couple of times that I read, well, actually the first real wealth consciousness book that I read was you're a badass at making money. And I, it was very approachable. So it was easy for me to read, but it it did challenge me and make me go, No. No, I don't. I I mean, come on. And then I read the science of getting rich, and I was like, oh. and so I had to be challenged. I had to be triggered. I had to, in order to start to uncover what my story was, what my conditioning yeah. was, and why I was believing that certain way. And so you said earlier too, you know, money is energy, and and money is neutral. And I, yeah. I really again with all the work that I've done, I remember hearing a story once, and it was about this guy that he's one of my favorite authors. He said, um, "Is fifteen thousand dollars a lot of money?" And when no. he asked the question, I was like, <laughs> in my mind, I first thought, well, compared to what? And then I was like, oh, compared to what? Like, its is it a lot of money for a Ferrari? No. Is it a lot of money for a pen? Yes. But like, it's all relative. $15,000 is completely neutral. It's our stories and our perceptions that we project onto it. Yeah. And we make it something. We make it have a personality and it, it really doesn't. So I think the wealth consciousness work would be my answer to why some people, and they really, you said this too. They are very aligned and centered with what, who they are and what they offer into the world. And as you said, we're here to share our gifts and talents. And if you're holding it back, then you're doing a disservice to the world. You like if somebody was sitting on $10,000, $10,000, $10,000 ventilators right now, and they're not letting us know that it's sitting in their warehouse, they're doing a disservice to the world. People are dying. People are suffering. If you have ventilators, you're not telling us about well, that's the same. We all have gifts and talents. We've learned things through our life that have gotten us here and make us want to help people and serve people. Yeah. And I think being very centered and secure in what it is that you offer allows you to not feel any differently right now because there, yeah, there are people that don't have money right now to spend, but there's a lot of people that do. Yeah. And Gina said this recently. She said, there's no less money in the world right now than there was three weeks ago. Absolutely. And that, that just, I was like, And you know, because I'm always up-leveling my wealth consciousness and understanding even more. And when she said that, I was like, Yeah, that that makes perfect sense. The money's still there is how we're interacting with it. And it's our relationship with it that's being amplified right now.
1: Yeah. And you know, one of the things I wanted to touch on, it actually just came to me. I didn't have it as a bullet point, but I love to to just free flow. Yeah, it's just a download. This is something else that I had to deal with. And I had to deal with it both internally and I help my clients that need this. My clients that need this work, I help them through it too. Not only do we have to be confident and centered and clear on our offer and who we are and blah, 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 core beliefs. I've talked about that. We, we don't get to judge what other women are charging either. And that's something that holds so many women back. You know, I like I said, almost 20 years of working on mindset with people, dealing with mental health, Christ, like mental illness, mental health. Um, relationships, dual, like all of the education, all of the experience, all of my own personal life experience. Mm-hmm. I have, a, I, I've, I've built this boat, like the ark almost, and I'm rowing it and rowing it. Do you know when I stopped rowing it, with struggle was when I stopped judging what other women were doing. Mm-hmm. And that's when I opened up the gates. It was like a oh, moment because I started attracting high quality women I started charging what I felt was worthy at the time, not worthy for me, but like of what I was offering and the results my clients were getting. I know if clients that coach with me, follow the coaching and hold space and energy and really boost their confidence. I know they're going to make more money. I know they're going to find more passionate ways of making money. That is just the way it is. Mm -hmm. And some people, women specifically, I hear it well, and not so much now I don't hear because I've really elevated my circle, but I would hear it before at events and stuff that I spoke at or that I attended. Did you know she charges 10K for her 90 day package? Well, I charge 10K for my 90 day package and people pay, like people buy it from me. So if you're charging 2K, that's not my problem. And maybe if you've just started and don't have the experience or don't have the coaching strengths, maybe that's what you charge right now and I'm just using that as an example, but so many women are caught up in what their sister is doing or what their person in their industry is doing. And we've got to stay in our lane, but we have to stop judging what other women are doing. Because if we want to live lifestyles like other women in our own, in our own way, but if we want those things too, if it's possible for them, it's possible for me and you like stop judging. Stop gossiping, raise your vibe, ground yourself in your offers and close the deals. Wow.
0: It's like mic drop on that one and you're right, oh, you're exactly right. I know I
1: need a microphone up. right?
0: Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and that all but came t- from your download that you just got it, but it um, did because you're in the energy of what you're talking about and it's it's the truth. It's exactly what people mm-hmm. need to hear. you know when you're worried about what somebody else is charging, you're not worried about what you're doing to serve. Yeah. And the energy that you bring to, like you said earlier too, your clients are paying you to show up with your energy, to show up yeah. as who you are. Yes. That's what they want from you. And, and sometimes, like you said, they just want to be heard. Yeah. And, and I would bet, and correct me if I'm wrong, on some of your sessions, although you coach on one thing, I bet they show up sometimes and they just want to tell you about something. They just want to feel seen and heard. And they want to talk through something. Like you said, they want to feel like they're they're making a, a decision that they can talk through with somebody that they trust. Yeah.
1: And I mean, confidentiality has been the name of my game since I started my career. I mean, that's that's just not even a question. I mean, we signed the forms and stuff, but I love to hold sacred safe space for amazing elite women to vent, to share their fears, to be human AF, I say. Mm-hmm. and to ask for different strategies. Like one of the things, especially in my power hour calls that a lot of women will purchase that all they want is to brainstorm. They mm-hmm. want to generate different ideas to make some quick cash, um, maybe need a little bit of tweaking to redirection accountability in, in that moment. But we have to, we have to be able to hold the space that we say we can deliver on if that, if that's coming out right. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to hold that space for our clients and that's part of what they're paying for as well. And I think when we work on our own mindset and we start feeling what it would be like and visualizing what it would be like to have the dream clients, to have the money, to have our bills paid before they're due, to just feel that way, we attract it. Mm -hmm. We can't not, it's the law of attraction. It is, it is, the more self care I do, the better I take care of myself. The more high vibe foods I eat, the more exercise I do, the more water I drink, the more I dance in my own little dance parties, the more mirror work I do, the better, the the better it gets, and the better it gets.
0: Oh, that's an Abraham Hicks. I love when they, yes. they do their
1: little when she's like, the better it gets, the better it gets, the better it gets, the better it gets. I yes. love it, and it gets to be fun. My mantra that I say every day is it is safe for me to be seen and heard. It is safe for me to be a world famous author. And it is safe for me to empower women to rise the F up and stop apologizing for wanting to be who they want to be. Like I say that over and over. I almost, I don't chant it. Like I don't start going all freaky deaky, but I say it over and over because for me to stand in my light Mm -hmm. allows the women I have the honor and privilege of working with to stand in theirs. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes. The, the fact that
0: I, and I think that a lot too, from my coaches and mentors that I've, I've had. And, you know, I think about, I, and for those of you that don't know, Christy and I are both coached by the, by the same woman, by Gina DeVee. And I think about the courage she had to, to get to where she is. And had she not had that courage, had she not made those hard decisions? I wouldn't know people like you. I wouldn't be inspired by her. I wouldn't, I wouldn't see what's possible for me in my life. If she hadn't yes. gone to that degree to, to, to go after what's possible for hers. And yes. now it's my turn to turn around and do that for the people that I'm coaching as well is hold that yes. space, for them, show them what's possible for their life and live my bigger, best life that maybe before I would have told myself, I'm not, I'm not capable of, or I, I can't do because I had my stories. But when I see other people doing it, I'm like, no, I can, I can work through this. I can get rid of my stories and then I can show other people it's possible for them too.
1: Yeah. I always say, and I, have raised my son this way. My son will be 20 this year, but I always say your life is proof. Like, okay. So an example, let's talk selling your clients. Look at how you're living. Like if you say, Oh, I'm going to help you speak more and you've never been paid to speak. You're lying. You're out of integrity. You're not going to, you're not going to make the money. You're not, and, and nor should you, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. but if you, if you say, I'm going to help you get on podcasts and you've never been on podcasts, so you can't help them with their visibility. Like, I guess what I'm going after is the language in, in what you promised and the meaning behind, again, goes back to being intentional with integrity, whatever you promise that you're going to deliver, you deliver it and you over deliver. And that's, that's where you get to feel so certain and so excited about making a sale because you know. Oh, this woman has no idea what's gonna happen when she works with me. It's a great vibe. It's your duty to deliver, but to also coaches, we see what's possible for our clients. Yeah. That they don't see yet. Right. Yeah. And so we are doing a disservice. It goes back to selling a service. If we hide those skills that we possess, like I don't know about even my intuition is like this. Mm-hmm. I can read, I someone can come show up for a coaching session. And they're like, well, I'm like, so what do you really want to talk about? And they're like, well, I'm like, what's really going on here? Right. I don't, we don't have to have the fluffy conversation. It's like, what's happening? How can we, I'd be of service right in this moment, the best to you. And, and no one comes back saying, well, I didn't feel like I got anything out of that call because it's like, if you didn't get anything out of the call, that's on you because I empower women to speak up and say, Hey, what I really need is this, or what I was hoping to get was this, how can you help me figure out that? Like whatever it is, nice. you know?
0: Right. Well, and you're right. They need to learn how to advocate for themselves and say what they want. And if you say at the beginning, Hey, well, how can I best serve you today? And they say X, Y, and Z, then that's what you're going to, that's what you're, because they're paying yeah. you to make that space for them and, and work on yeah. what they're desiring to achieve. But as getting those intuitive hits, you know, there's something else here. What is this really about? Yeah. And that's only fair to them because they're trying to tell you it's about one thing, but really you can feel and you can tell in their energy, there's something else going on behind that.
1: Oh yeah. And it's usually, it's usually these amazing, beautiful souls don't want to ask for more money or they don't want to ask more people for a referral or they don't want to, they don't want to be that person. And it's like, but your duty is to sell your product or your your services because you are amazing at it and your products are amazing. So let's, get you in the vibe. Let's get you centered and go sell. Do you find
0: that women who sell products many times have an easier time than women who sell a service? Because what I found is a lot of people hide behind their products because they still don't have to be quite as vulnerable. And and when I say products, normally it's for like an MLM. Like if you're selling essential oils, then it's doTERRA and the oil that I'm selling. So you can still kind of hide behind (laughs) that and not completely be you.
1: I love that perspective. To be very honest, I get what you're saying. I have seen that, Mm -hmm. but I feel like women who lack confidence in themselves, lack confidence, even when they're hiding behind a product. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. But yeah, I do a lot of, network marketing team training. So mm-hmm. people hire me to go on their call or do sales training. It's always mine, optimizing their mindset for success. Yep. Um, That'd but you're right. And, and it's so interesting because one of the things that attracted me to our coach who I just discovered right, right before I hired joined in November mm-hmm. was she reminded me of me, how she coached. Like, I think because when you have a clinical Counseling background. It's I don't know. I don't know what it was, but yeah, I, was like, a lot of I was like, self, you have similar energy?" Or yeah, yeah, I can I can see that. Yeah. And I just love how she wasn't apologizing for her boundaries. And I'm like, "Wow, I, I this is amazing!" Like, yeah. hook me up because I'm in yeah. that space and going higher. This is this is perfect divine timing. Yep. But could you imagine if we were talking with her right now and was like, "Well, I don't know, if, you know." I don't know if they're going to buy again. Should I raise my rates? Like, she'd be like, come on. Like, and I love that about her. And and I do that on these team training calls. Very so direct. I use that experience about product or, but here's the thing. If you believe in your product, you'll be able to sell it with confidence. If you believe in your service, you'll be able to sell it with confidence. And if people want to barter with you or keep, you know, whatever saying, well, not yet. Cut them loose. You don't want people like that. In your, in your circle, alone on your, on your, in your, your client circle. Right. Well, I always say, welcome the nose. I
0: don't even say, don't be attached. I say, welcome the nose. It closes the door. A close is either a yes or a no. You're closing the door. It doesn't mean no forever. The door can still be open, whatever, but you get to stop your energy right there from investing in If they say no, cool. Yeah again, something behind it, or there's some energy there, you know, again, you're kind of coaching them on the call to make sure is that I'm hearing a no, but I'm feeling a yes. I think, you know, but it cuts you free, like you said, and lets you go on and and find the right person that is ready to work with you.
1: Yeah. And it goes back to what I was saying earlier, Nicole, like we aren't here to convince them of our worth. We are here to convince them that our product or service is for them. I I love the hell yeses. Like I love the women that are like, DMs on Instagram are my jam. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because people Thank see you for saying that by the way.
0: Like you're wow. you're still in the DMs a lot.
1: I just last week signed a new client a new 90 day client. She messaged me. She's like, I've been following you for a year, sign me up for some shit. No word of a lie. No word of a lie. And so Thank I DM'd her. That.
0: By the way, you guys, she has like how many followers do you you have a ton of followers on Instagram.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know how many, 30 some odd thousand.
0: And you're still telling us that it's valuable to be in the DMS. Thank you for saying that. Cause well, it
1: goes back to the fundamentals, right? Of what? Yeah, I just, are. I don't over call. Like I'm available for amazing clients to find me. I literally every morning, Lord, put me in front of the right women today, put me in front of the right women today. Mm-hmm. And I think because I have a platform that I meet, mm-hmm. like, I do my, no, la- I, I get last extensions, but right now with Rona, I've had to buy strips and I yes. just ordered a hundred dollars. I just ordered a hundred dollar pair of mink strips. This woman in Boston handmade them. And so she's shipping them to me here in Florida. But anyway, I go on there right now after my workout with no makeup, like people see me dressed up. They see me casual. They, they see me, they see my son, my husband, they see my food people, I I put like my quotes up there. Everything in my heart is to be of service and to make people laugh and to inspire people, but to also call people out. I will not ever condone someone's imposed limitations. I will not let them fight for their own limitations, not my clients, not the people in my community. Mm -hmm. And that comes across so clearly that people love DMing me and it's when you respond, like my team runs all my social media, I'm not going to lie, but I am the one commenting on my posts. I am the one replying to messages on Facebook page and, and my personal and all the DMS. I do that. Mm-hmm. So while they pre schedule and run all of my social media, because I'm just at a point right now, I, I don't I outsource that a while ago. Mm-hmm. I am the one replying. So I love to send little audios. I'll be like, Oh, Hey, thanks for reaching out. How you doing? How, like what stood out the most? Where are you at? What kind of business do you run? And it's genuine. Like I'm not just, cause trust me, there's messages that I'm like, delete. What are you wearing? That's why I'm like, delete. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I'm not selling that. <laughs> right. That's not me. <laughs> wrong, wrong number. <laughs> but, but, but social media is so alive. And, and honestly, Nicole, I'm, I'm sure you agree with this, but we find whatever ways work best for us to connect with our ideal people. Yes. It's no
0: different than you putting on a facade and trying to attract, if it's not something that's really you, like if you're trying to, yes, 100%, I agree. And I, I just feel like, You've got to show up and do what works best for you. And and what I'm getting at is I had a coaching call not too long ago with my coach and I was like all hung up on these spreadsheets. And I was like, I feel like I need to get these spreadsheets ready for my clients. And she said, Nicole, do you like spreadsheets? And I said, No, I hate them.
1: She said, then Why are you doing
0: I'd, them? <laughs> yeah. She goes, Then why do you think your clients want spreadsheets? And I was like, I don't know. She said, Your clients want you. Yeah. Okay. They're not going to like spreadsheets if I don't like them because they like it. So like you said, with law of attraction, we're going to attract the people that like what we like. And, and we've got to stick yeah. with, if you like DMing, stick with DMing. If you like yeah. being on YouTube and get, you know, stick with what feels really good to you, where you know, you'll show up. Because and that's
1: good. how you energetically show up for the sale. Like mm-hmm. we, we overcomplicate it. And it's like, remember the kiss formula, keep it simple, silly yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. Kiss. Yeah. Like, We, we can just go back to the basics and, and do what works for us. And I think the other thing I just want to highlight is one of the things that I empower my clients to do is because it's how I live, do what works for you. Like, I don't believe there's one right way. I also love when women stand out and do things their way, because if, if it's not in alignment with you and how you're feeling and how, what you want to do and how you want to run a business, it will never work. Right. It doesn't matter what your coach tells you, if it's not aligned for you, right. it's never going to work. Yep.
0: Yep. And, and you're the only one that can know that. And, um, being very clear about what really does feel good is, is super important. You know, I think a lot of people, I, I used to be a math teacher too. And I know kids would always come up and be like, well, what's the formula? I'm like, do you have to know how to use it in order? To know? Like, it, it doesn't matter if I just give you the formula. And I think a lot of people in business want that same thing. Well, just tell me the formula. Well, the formula is it has to work for you. There are some certain guidelines and things that are going to help you. I mean, I can certainly give you the map because I figured out my own way to get there a little bit faster, but at the end of the day, you have to be clear on what works for you and be willing to, to do that.
1: Yeah. My husband taught high school for almost ten years, so that's interesting. That it used to be. I love teachers. <laughs> I oh. was the teacher's pet all through high, all through school, high school, university. Call. So I, I always joke. That's why I married a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> You're the pet. I love it.
0: And yeah. now you still are. Oh, that's so cool. Funny. Yeah. I was. Um, I taught math for fifteen years, and then I went into sales and um, rocked that out. And had no idea if I was going to be good at it. But I was like, Oh, it turns out I'm I'm really good. I did exactly what I said I wanted to do. And then the teacher and me reappeared, and I realized I'm meant to do exactly this and teach people. Cause I also became a health coach at that time. And that was kind of my big thing is I was helping a lot of health coaches sell because it was a thing that came very easily naturally to me that I really loved. And when I saw an opportunity because of Gina to marry those two things together, it lit me up and I realized I have always been a teacher and I, I always will be. Cause that was just something. I love lovely. it. Yeah. It was I always, love it. So. Yeah. Yes. So I am, I've like, I just have loved every part of this conversation. You guys, by the way, Christy stayed up yeah later, after bedtime, just to be here with us, I'm so great like, I would have never guessed your energy, like everything about you, is always it, literally it's prime time to shine for you, and, and you always yeah. show the most beautiful energy, and that's one of the things that I love about you, in addition to being unapologetically exactly who you are, and that yeah. so, it's such an attractive thing, because like we were saying earlier, it gives me the inspiration to know that's what's possible for me. To, I can be me and make yeah. money being me.
1: Yes, and it's safe to be you and make money being you. In fact, it's your birthright. When you try to be someone else, that's when you don't make money.
0: Yes, God made you for a reason. You're here yeah. for a reason. He didn't make you to have limitations, he didn't make you to suffer. He didn't make, he made you because you're here to share who you are with the world. Yes. But I like to I like to remind myself. So, I just want to ask a question. What advice would you give To somebody who's just starting out. Like, what do you wish you knew when you were just
1: starting out that you would tell somebody now? Oh God, that's easy. That it gets to be done my way and it gets to be fun. Mm -hmm. Like honestly, when I it gets to be done however you desire to run your business and it gets to be fun and pleasurable. It gets to be easy. I wish I hadn't known that. I started my company, I started my own private practice. So I went from working for an agency, lost my job, started my own company because what that's what you do when you, <laughs> you I know, you see. want to invest hundred thousand dollars in your own company. <laughs> yeah. um, and I, let's just say I hired a lot of the wrong people, but they ended up being the right people. Cause I learned a lot of expensive lessons, but mm-hmm. I would just say, let it, let yourself get the clarity around what you desire to do and how you desire to do it. Yes. You need structure. Yes. You need some systems. Like you do. That's not the glamorous, sexy part of it, but you, you can't just like throw something to the wall one day and then the next, like you have to have consistency, right. but let it be easy. Don't overcomplicate it. Get, get this out of the way, right? Get clarity on what is your vision and let it be easy. And hire someone, even if they're only 10 steps ahead of you, hire, invest in someone who will help you get to where you want to be without having the DIY syndrome of always wanting to do it all yourself because it gets to be fun. It gets to be easy and the right person will help you get there quicker.
0: Yes. I'm so glad you said that because that was one of my biggest lessons. And it's how I was able to make so much progress so much faster is once I finally understood because of my wealth consciousness that investing in myself and hiring mentors and coaches was going to be because I also meant a lifelong athlete. And when I look back at all the best times that I've had in my life, it was when I was being coached and um, you know, had a mentor to somebody to help guide the way for me. And uh Cassie's back there making all kinds of noise. Sorry. She's like (laughs) dinner time, mom. But yeah, when I, when I understood that I got so much further and it was so much more enjoyable and introduced me to a community of amazing women like you that I could not have even imagined or understood that by working with a coach, it would bring so many additional gifts to me that I had no idea I was going
1: to. That's why I invested in it. To be honest, I, I invested to be around women that are high vibe Mm -hmm. and unapologetic about being sexy, smart, and successful. And and that was one of my mastermind, um, groups that I ran many years ago was women that were sexy, smart, and successful. And I just felt, you know, I needed to reconnect. So I have to ask you though, what I was, a I pitched baseball, softball for many years, championship level. So wow. I have the coats and the trophies didn't wow. always pitch, but I played baseball for almost 17 years. So what was your sport? Awesome. So I
0: well, I did also play softball, not um not collegiately. So I was a um college
1: basketball player. I've been a of course a, you a, were. Yeah. Yeah. A shooter. Math teacher and the, right. Don't don't you think though we learn so much about sales and sports? That's a whole other whole other conversation.
0: My analogy I learned through analogy. That's like one of my strongest ways to to learn and understand things through story and analogy. And I use sports so often to help myself understand concepts because it, there is so many parallel. There are so many parallels between, um, sports and business and life, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I love that you are a softball player. I was a pitcher too. So when I, when I played softball, Amazing. Yeah, yeah, I was a pitcher. I loved it. Although I was really out of control. Like I had... <laughs> throw accuracy. Like, honestly, I shouldn't even tell this story, but I was in like eighth or ninth grade. I was fast. I was a really fast pitcher, not fast runner. I gave a girl a bloody nose because I hit her helmet instead of, (laughs) of. you know what I mean? And it's like, and everybody looked at me and I felt so bad about myself, but I'm like, I don't, maybe this isn't. No No one charged the mound though. No, no, fortunately. Um, I mean, I, it was like a, just a really ugly scene. I was so embarrassed and I'm like, of course my dad was mad at me. He's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I don't
1: know. Uh, She's got the bloody nose and I'm crying. Yeah. Poor accuracy. Just, that's so funny. Just really quickly. If you get a chance, look up Tim Grover, if you don't know who he is, Mr. Grover, Tim Grover. So he coached Michael Jordan. Um, Kobe, uh, I believe Kobe, I don't want to speak at a turn, but Michael Jordan was the biggest one, but I got to hang out with him at one of Grant Cardone's events in uh, Miami and I have the pictures to prove it, but my husband and I got to hang out with him and we got to just speak with him and he, he let me right up, but he always, one thing he said, I always remember is he said, Christy, if you can survive your baseball, for me, it was Baseball, softball. Mm -hmm. If you can survive that, if you can be, you know, nine to 10, you need one more, two more runs, and you can make, he said, you can do anything in business. He said, always remember that your childhood dreams and your childhood activities are playing out in your adult life. And I've never forgotten it. Never. I love that. So maybe it's not a sport for someone. Maybe they survived and thrived through something horrific. If you could do it, then you can do it now and you can do it even better. And just, just he's under athletics. Oh, something. Else. I follow him on Instagram. My friend was under, but Tim Grover. And okay. he is just a powerhouse and he's all about relentless sales, the cleaner, the closer, like cooler, oh, okay. cleaner closer. Yeah. I think you would really enjoy him. And so would maybe your, 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 yeah. Uh,
0: like My community definitely would. Yes. I love him because he could, you said enough when you said he coached Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is the best basketball yes. player. Of all
1: time. My Michael Jordan best. paid him to not coach anyone else for X amount of years. I kid you not. I heard it from Tim's Mr. Grover's mouth.
0: Wow. How yeah. cool is that? Yeah. My now I have
1: to post daughter. my pictures oh my with him on Instagram. So people don't think I'm lying. <laughs> yeah, I want to see one. Put that up. I love it. Yeah. Well,
0: speaking yeah. of which, where, how can they find you? Um, okay. I'll, I'll put it in the comments too, but yeah. Where, where do you hang out the most?
1: I hang out the most, um, either on Facebook. So at Christy Primer or on Instagram is like my jam. So at Christy underscore Primer. Mm. And, um, it's I funny then, you guys, <laughs> And I would love if people catch the replay or whatever, and they want to share with me or DM me what they, what they got out of it. I always love hearing the feedback because information and knowledge is not power unless we take action. Right. Well, and I
0: always like hearing feedback because I've got a lot of stuff in my head. Tell me what you want to know more of. (laughs) Yeah. Like, give me some direct, cause I can talk, I can go on. And and I, when I was a math teacher, I would tell my kids that too. They're like, I don't understand how to do this problem. I'm like, what do you want to know more about it? Like, yeah. help me understand. And, and I'm happy to show up and, and talk more, but I have a really active community and, um, they're always like, I do these every Wednesday. They always, if they can watch live and comment, and then a lot of them watch the replay and leave their feedback. And Chris, uh, Christie's in our group, you guys. So if yeah, you have, the- comments, you know, tag her in it. Um, let us know if you watch live or in the replay and, uh, give us your takeaways. Tell us what you loved about this. And I know I can't wait to go back and rewatch it. Cause when I'm live on these, I like to be present and be in the flow, but yeah. I go back and I take notes because they're so, um,
1: important for me too. I learned so much from them. So awesome. thank-, thank you for this opportunity to be of service to your community. And I hope everyone has an amazing evening or wherever you are in the world. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, morning, evening, whatever it is. And I hope you sleep well. I hope you're able to
0: wind down. I will. (laughs)
1: Thank you
0: for staying up for us. I really appreciate it. You guys go follow her on Instagram and Facebook and be entertained by somebody just unapologetically making money for being themselves. I love that about you, Christy. Thank you for inspiring us and thank you for your time tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Have a great evening. I'll see you all soon.